Hey, welcome, Wendy. Long time no see. I know. I didn't see you all day today. I know. You were with our godchildren mm-hmm. doing God's work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And we're doing online work with her. And then I broke her iPad. Oh, oh So that. now I have to bring it back tomorrow and exchange it for a new one. But uh, they're insured, so that's a good thing. There's two things. I'm not going to mention that you're retired and, and <laughs> congratulate you. And then we're going to... Uh, uh, the party tonight the for AM 950 at Crooners. Oh, uh, and we're we'll going to watch the, the debate. debate. Yeah. Yep. Thank it's going to be in, a, in like an outdoor area that's covered. Mm-hmm. Um, the seats will be <clears throat> all placed apart. Yep. Uh, everybody has to wear a mask. And I went to the presidential one and it was really mm-hmm. cool because it, there was uh, people there and they were all um, kind of like-minded and we're all groaning at the same stuff yeah. and talking to the TV like Grandma Nissa needs to. <laughs> it's nice to be around like-minded people. That's what I, I, I need to. I think I've been around and seeing uh, things on social media that's not like-minded right. and it's kind of really, I don't know, it gets my anxiety going. Like well, all the anti-vac- anti-vaccine people who are not getting the flu shot and uh, it's just, you know, and then, you know, we have another tweet here that said, um, you know, who knew that one of the side effects of COVID-19 is tweeting in all caps. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> and uh, I think that might be some of the dexamethasone that he's taking. I know. He's all drugged up and uh, it's scary <sighs> because he has the code. He does. And he it really, it really is scary. And, and then and yesterday was an anniversary of... Uh, Four years ago when uh, Access Hollywood came out when he was really derogatory towards uh, women Mm -hmm. uh, with that one uh, Access Hollywood guy. And, um, you know, you think back and it's just amazing how far he's gotten um, and he's still gotten. But we need we have a really good good numbers. Mm-hmm. Really good numbers, mm-hmm. but what that means is we really have to vote. So Absolutely. being registered and answering a poll are yep. one thing, mm-hmm. but the second thing is to go do it. And I, you know, you voted. Yep, I already voted in person mm-hmm. um, early. I felt very safe there, and we went to our polling place, and everybody was six feet apart. Everybody had to wear a mask. They had sanitizer all over the place. All the little voting booths uh, were spaced out. Um, I felt that they did a great job, and I I felt very safe doing it, so... Well, before we we have a jam-packed show here, and I should just tell everybody what we got going on. We have mm-hmm. Lori Jump, director of Strong Hearts, and that's a supporter of Native Roots Radio, but we support the heck out of them, and it's Absolutely. really good to get updates from Lori. And this month is? This month is uh, Sexual Violence Awareness uh, Month. Sorry to put you on the spot like well, that. Well, I'm trying to read it. Here it is. It's Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Well, Excuse we're gonna, me. We're going to get with Lori. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to walk all over you talking, but we're going to get Lori on next. And we have Todd Lippert, who's uh, District 20B, uh, South Central uh, House Representative. And then Karen Driver, who was a special assistant to President Obama for uh, Native American Affairs. And we're going to talk a little b- bit about the election and what's happening and how we all have to stay diligent. Mm-hmm. So cool. Uh, one last thing before we get to our guest, Wendy. Sure. Um, somehow, some way, the person who murdered... Uh, Derek Chauvin, um, who murdered uh, George Floyd, is got a million dollars and he's out on bail. I can't believe it. I really can't. Yeah. It's, that's upsetting, and I'm I'm afraid that that's going to bring more upbreast uh, in, in you know possibly Minneapolis uh, and elsewhere in the country. It's it's that's. Um, I didn't watch any of the news today because I was playing with the kids and I need to stay away from the news. So I'm really upset to hear that. I know. I am totally upset. Now, I watch the news, but I also level it off with Cobra Kai. (laughs) So, you know, I watch House Hunters (laughs) and the Halloween Baking Championships. In another room. We don't do it the same time. So, hey, Wendy, that's a... for no no further ado, let's let's get our guest on, and we have like a lot to talk mm-hmm. about. So, yeah. do you mind uh, introducing her? Sure. We have Lori Jump here, and she is the director of Strong Hearts Native Helpline, um, and it's Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and we're talking with Lori Jump, uh, and uh, it's a national domestic dating and sexual violence helpline headquartered, uh, and their headquarters are in Minneapolis. So, let's talk to Lori. Welcome, Lori. 
Hi, good afternoon. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for being on and talking about this very uh, serious uh, uh, situation that you deal with every day, the, the very serious subject I meant to say. Um, thank you so much. Can you tell us a little bit about you and what uh, your organization does? Sure. Well, my name, as you said, is Lori Jump. I'm a citizen of the Sault Ste. Marie Chippewa in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and I'm the director of Strong Hearts Native Helpline. Um, Strong Hearts, as you know, is a culturally appropriate domestic dating and sexual violence helpline for Native Americans. And this is an organization that's been built by Native Americans and for Native Americans. Um, we just started our fourth year of operations. And as you said, we're headquartered there in um, Egan, Minnesota, which is just outside of the Twin Cities. You know, one of the things that uh, was told to me once, and also someone that we had, we've had guests on say this uh, exact same thing. Uh, you're at a powwow. You see three young uh, girls together, and you say one out of three of those girls are going to be uh, sexually abused. Um, or, you know, of some way or abused one way or the other. And those uh, Native American statistics are unbelievable. Yeah, they really are. We have the um, highest rates of intimate partner violence and sexual violence in the country. Um, and so, you know, we're talking about the majority of our relatives. You know, more than 56% um, of our people have experienced sexual violence and about the same rate for intimate partner violence. And so it's very much a serious issue that um, we need to be talking about. So October is uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Um, how long has that been going on? And can you tell us a little bit about uh, specific things that you're doing a little differently this month? Yeah, you know, uh, we've been doing awareness months now for probably the past 20 years, and I'm sorry, I don't know the exact number of years. Um, but, you know, we it's something that in spite of, you know, having these awareness months, there are still so many people that just don't understand the dynamics of these of these crimes and, and what the impact really is. So, you know, it's always good to, you know, get more information out there. And, you know, that's what we try to do is just provide that information to people so that they know that, you know, what they're dealing with is a crime and that, uh, you know, it's not their fault and, and that there's help available out there. Um, we've got a number of awareness activities going on this month. Um, we have several phone calls with different organizations. There's a Wear Orange Day on October the 21st. October the 22nd is Purple Day to um, help raise that awareness on domestic violence by wearing purple. Um, you know, and then on October 28th from 1 to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, we're having a Facebook Live discussion um, about domestic violence. Wow. You know, it's just, it, it just amazes me that we're in this time of day and... Um, we're still going through this, and a lot of it has to do with people um, that they know, that they're intimate with, that um, they become victims of. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that makes it incredibly hard to come forward with their stories, right? Because this is somebody that um, is known to them. It's somebody that they love and care about. Um, and so it's very hard to come forward and say, this person um, that I love and trusted is hurting me. And hurt comes in different ways, psychologically, um, you know, uh, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Yeah, so many different, um, you know, factors and, and different types of, you know, actions that are taking against a partner. As you said, there's the physical that everybody knows, but the things that are, that are less talked about and less, um, noticeable, I guess, is that, you know, the sexual violence, that emotional violence, cultural um, abuse is, is big, financial and digital, of course. And so, you know, we, many times people don't consider those factors when they're looking at domestic violence, and they're only thinking about the physical. But really, these other um, forms of violence are just as damaging as as physical abuse. 
Yeah, they're they're deeper too because they're not as a, a black eye, so to speak. Um, so, what kind of services does does Strong Hearts uh, provide for people? Um, do you have like counseling there, or social workers, or tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so our phones are um, manned by advocates um, who are trained um, heavily in in the dynamics of you know, these crimes. And um, so what we do is we provide a lot of information and education about what domestic violence is because so many people, as I said, don't recognize anything outside of the physical abuse. Um, And so, you know, after speaking with one of our contacts, you know, we do a lot of safety planning with them, how they can stay safe in their relationship or once they leave it. Um, and we always try to connect them back to a resource in their community as as we know that to really be successful in getting out of these situations, it takes ongoing support. You know, one phone call, you know, we can be very helpful and, and can get somebody through a rough patch. But really, um, these these contacts need ongoing support from people in their community. So we always try to get them back to somebody close to them that can provide that ongoing support. Yeah, and I'm sure, Lori, that really helps um, people not going back to their abuser, right? Like maybe feeling strong that they can stay away. Yeah, you know, we know that statistically, um, you know, somebody will leave their abusive partner anywhere between 7 to 12 times before making that break successfully. Um, and that and then that impacts reaching out too, right? Because they're usually so embarrassed and ashamed that they've gone back a number of times but that's that's you know completely normal and and it's important not to shame somebody for for doing that it's very hard to get out of these relationships and um you know we have to be supportive you know some of the, uh, i'd like you to uh just go over maybe the the list of uh the faces of sexual violence there uh it's everybody right yeah, um, for sure. You know, we when we're looking at um, domestic violence and who's impacted by it, you know, this is something that, you know, doesn't discriminate, right? And so violence can be, you know, against, um, you know, it doesn't matter what your age is. It doesn't matter your level of education or your income. It doesn't matter whether or not you're you know, a traditional Native person or or whether or not you're, you know, more assimilated or mainstream and not connected to um, our tribes. Um, So it really does, you know, cross all of those boundaries. Um, And something that we really don't talk a lot about is, is, you know, our elders sometimes are still impacted by these as well. Um, LGBTQ um, individuals. So it it really does... um, it has the potential to impact anybody in our community. Exactly. You know, and I, I think last time we've talked before, and I always um, kind of sit up straight when you say the elders, too, because I forget about that, too. There's, That's why it was really uh, good to hear what you had to say about everybody. You know, we're here with Lori Jump, uh, Jump of uh, Strong Hearts. And can you give us the helpline and uh, a phone number? And we'll get that up on our uh, Facebook, too. Um, so anyone can call at any time. We have, uh, hours from seven to 10 PM central, um, and, and just out there ready to help you. So if you could give us a little more of that information. Sure. Well, of course, our number is 1-844-762-8483. An easy way to remember that is 1-844-7-NATIVE. Um, as you said, we're here from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. And if you're afraid to make that phone call, but you're willing to chat with somebody, if you go to our website, strongheartshelpline.org, we have a chat now button that you can click on and be connected that way to an advocate as well. Um, you know, we are on social media, so we have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, follow us on those um, platforms to to get some more information that we're putting out there, um, you know, just to help raise that awareness. 
Okay. Uh, so we we have a, a minute or left. So left. So do you have any closing remarks that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, you know, like I just like to remind everybody that this is, you know, again, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and to, uh, you know, if you are worried about somebody that uh, is in your family, a loved one, a friend um, that might be experiencing domestic violence, please reach out to us. You know, we do talk with um, people also who might be supporting somebody that's experiencing this. So, um, again, reach out. You're you're not to blame, and you're not alone. We're here to help. Yes, thank you so, so much, Pini Gigi, for being on. What a fantastic service to have. Thank you so much for what you do, Laurie. So have a, have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. And thank you for supporting Native Ritz Radio, too, uh, that we all ha- are in this fight together. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us on. Awesome. Pini Gigi, that was Lori Jump of uh, Strong Hearts. And you're listening to Pilots Progressive Party. And who do we have up next, Wendy? We have Todd Lippert. And we'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to Pilots Progressive Party here on 89. In 154 years, one learns a thing or two. Since 1866, the Minnesota State Horticulture Society has been growing gardeners through education, encouragement, and community. Join the legacy. As a member, you receive the Northern Garden Magazine, participate in education events, have access to research hubs, and promote community gardening, connecting people, and helping neighbors grow healthy food. Join today by calling 651-643-3601 or search Minnesota State Horticulture Society. Hey, Kudigi to everyone. This is Robert Pilot of Native Roots Radio Network. In 2017, as a response to the shocking events that transpired at Standing Rock and the lack of accurate and honest information coming from local and mainstream media, we felt we had to do something about it. That is why we created Native Roots Radio, then Pilot's Progressive Party, and finally, the new Native Symposium. We're still here. These shows have been supported by local businesses, and as you all know, unfortunately, they are no longer able to support us during this difficult time of the pandemic. This is why I'm here today to ask you for your support. We feel it is so important to continue to bring this important information to you. Your support will help continue production and airtime costs. So please, if you can, visit Patreon Native Roots Radio Network and help in any way you can. Pinigi, and thank you for your support. Are your remote workers putting your company at risk? Not sure what steps to take to secure your data? Hi, Mark Sommerfeld from Rymark. The Rymark team is guiding our clients through these difficult times. In fact, demand has been so high, we created an easy-to-follow guide with the five steps to securely work from home. It's yours free. Download our five steps to securely work from home now at rymarkit.com or call 651-328-8900 for a no-cost how-to discussion. The number one source of the Twin Cities gay scene is all digital. Follow Twin Cities Gay Scene on Facebook and Twitter. Sign up for the Scene Shot email blast for weekly updates and chances to win great prizes. No app is needed to view the bi-weekly web editions of Scene. It's GLBTQ media for the mobile generation. Find it all at TwinCitiesGayScene.com. That's TwinCitiesGayScene.com. Welcome back to Pilots Progressive Party. Welcome back, Wendy. I'm here. Well, <laughs> yeah, you are. And I just see you, uh, I, I always kind of subliminally, uh, is that a word, uh, put uh, chill pills by you because I know sometimes <laughs> I you're a little, little high-strung New Yorker. I am. I'm a little high-strung. I run a little hot. You're the calm one in the family. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> exactly. on edge like most of my life. So yeah, cool. <laughs> I'm wondering if uh, if Todd's out there right now. Um, Sasha, could you let us know because I don't see him on the board. Well, anyway, I can introduce him, and maybe he'll be here by the time I do that. Wow, should we try? Give it a shot. Okay. Well, That's Todd awesome. Lippert is an American politician and pastor serving as a member of the Minnesota House of Representatives, a member of the Minnesota. De- 
Democratic former Labor Party. He represents District 20B in South Central Minnesota. So he is our next guest. Well, and hopefully he will. He's, he's not on. I just got a message. So okay. well, let's just talk about Todd for a second. He's okay. currently serving his first term in the Minnesota House. Mm-hmm. He is vice chair of long-term care division and serves on four other committees, including agriculture, food, finance, uh, and policy division, and environmental and natural resources. He moved his family to Northfield in 2012. And he began serving as senior minister of United Church of Christ, a position he held until 2020 when he left to devote more time to his political work. So that would have been a good interview to ask mm-hmm. him about how that was. Yeah. What well, was the trans- transition about? <laughs> well, and, let's ask, uh, think of all these questions to a- ask him so that when he. We'll have to do it. Mm-hmm. We'll have to do it really, really fast. Okay. Um, well, Todd doesn't look like he's here. He's, I, he'll probably be calling in in a few minutes. We okay. might have went a little long on that. So mm-hmm. that a quick update, uh, you know, that's 45 is so outrageous right now mm-hmm. with, um, you know, not giving a stimulus stimulus out, uh, mm-hmm. on a, you know, until he wins the election. I know. It's kind of like he's he's bribing people. It's It feels that way anyway. Yeah, definitely. I honestly think that the dexamethasone, I mean, he's crazy anyway, but I think this he's like over the edge. Somebody said that today he he tweeted 30 times, oh, 30 more than tweets that. We haven't seen him since he walked up all those stairs and got out of breath. <laughs> and then he went in, took off his mask. I know, people were saying that. Don't people. cry for me, Argentina yeah. should have started playing when he got to the top. I've never seen any president up there do oh, that. He saluted, too. Yeah, and then the video came out, a high-produced uh, cheesy video, because he went into uh, the White House from there. Uh-huh. And walked in without his mask, and they yeah. said, "Oh, you haven't spread enough, spread enough of COVID, so go back out and do it again." Yep. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It really is. Uh, you know, and people still love him. I mean, I have people on my Facebook page who, no matter what you say, I mean, you can't tell them anything. They just their their heels are dug in deep. They're usually one or two issues that that's why they're voting for him. Uh, they can't really open their minds to the the big picture and vote for the country. Um, and uh, it's it's crazy. I It just blows my mind. I can't even uh, wrap my head around it. And last night, I really was enjoying uh, Rachel Maddow, mm-hmm. right? And she had Alexandria... Um, Acosta Cortez is that? I just always say AOC. Yeah. Okay, AOC, and that's <laughs> yeah. what I'll say because I probably just messed up our name. But she was fantastic last night, yeah. and I really liked, uh, enjoyed watching her. But um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say about um, you know forty five and what's going on. And um, well, we're going to go to Crooners and hopefully have a good time. I know you might have a little glass of wine and I'll mm-hmm. and, and maybe eat some food out there. Mm-hmm. And I went to the presidential uh, debate and it yeah. was fun. Only like. People were separated far enough. It was outdoors. It was really cool. I had my mask on pretty much all the time mm-hmm. until I had a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a great thing. But it's also fun to laugh and, and cry with people. It's It was kind of a little community. It was very cool. Even mm-hmm. though we all had masks, we didn't know who the other person was. <laughs> it's always nice to be around like-minded people, like I said earlier. I think that's what my um, – the reason for my anxiety – uh, is because there's so many people who are not like-minded. And you know what? Really, it it's just blows my mind that I've realized, I've never realized before. I think it took COVID for me to realize how different people are and how, uh, you know, different opinions and how people will feel fight with you about what you're saying and that I have a lot of people who don't agree with me but well let's do something positive before we take a quick break here and either have Todd back or uh maybe we can have our next guest come up too but we want to say hi uh to Danielle uh she's uh in Quebec Canada listening to us on Facebook wow we have Tracy from North Dakota uh Matt from Minneapolis uh, 
We got Joey on there promoting our show. And if uh, you are watching from Facebook, it's kind of, oops, I just knocked over some stuff in the studio. I wanted to pick up Wanda so they could see our little dog who's always on the in the studio with us. All right. Well, hey, there you go. That's cool. So why don't we take a break and then we're going to come back with uh, our next guest. And um, let's do this. We're going to come back with Karen Driver. You're listening to Pilots Progressive Party and we're going to be right back after this short break. Even though these are challenging times, All Energy Solar is still committed to providing you a cost-effective, environmentally friendly energy system through their zero-contact protocol. Solar remains a great value and long-term investment, but some of the incentive programs will be expiring soon. All Energy Solar can walk you through the entire process. They can evaluate your property by phone or webinar and can even complete preliminary design work without visiting your home. So start saving on your energy bill today and visit allenergysolar.com. Join Corum as they celebrate their 27th annual National Coming Out Day virtual celebration. This inspirational event gives voice to the power of living openly, honestly, and with authenticity. The realities of living an authentic life are deeper than being out. We all have many layers of identity, and we must work together to create a world where people can bring their whole self to everything they do. The National Coming Out Day virtual event serves as a celebration of who we are individually and together. Reserve your tickets today for Friday, October 9th. The National Coming Out Day celebration will be online this year via Hopin. Quorum's Equality Summit will begin at 9 o'clock and goes until 1145. The Marketplace Expo opens at 9 o'clock and the celebration begins at 1145. Tickets are available for the celebration for $25 and for the celebration and summit for $50. Learn more and purchase your tickets at TwinCitiesQuorum.com. That's TwinCitiesQuorum.com. Hi, this is Chad from AM950. With the recent round of storms that came through the Twin Cities, some of you may have sustained damage to your roofing, siding, or windows. Call Snap Construction, the company we trust, to see if you sustain damage. Snap Construction is arguably the most well-reviewed roofing, siding, and window company in the metro. Ryan, how are you able to help people that may have had damage from these storms? Well, Chad, with experience, we've helped thousands of Minnesotans with their storm damage claims. If you suspect your home has damage or was denied in the past, give us a call for your free inspection. It can take up to a year for hail and wind damage to reveal itself. The insurance process can be complicated. We make it easy. We use the same costing software that all insurance companies rely on. As always, we stand behind our work with a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee. Don't wait. Call us for your free estimate or inspection today. 612-333-SNAP. 612-333-SNAP. Warner Stallion is celebrating its 66th anniversary with a great sale. I promise you'll save money on the appliances you choose. Get free installation on KitchenAid and Beko dishwashers and Bosch cooking pairs. Save hundreds on an LG French door refrigerator or laundry pair. Warner Stallion feels honored to be the appliance specialist of more than 350,000 Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa homeowners and contractors. Take advantage of unbeatable appliance savings and service for a limited time during Warner Stallion's 66th anniversary sale. Welcome back to Pilots Progressive Party. Hey, welcome back, Wendy. I'm still here, Robert. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. Because <laughs> you remember uh, when we first started doing radio, and if a guest didn't show up or something, I'd mm-hmm. start stuttering. Yeah. Well, I don't stutter anymore because you're here, oh, so that's thank good. you. I, yeah. You make me stutter. <laughs> <laughs> we just stuttered together. Who's our next guest? It's Karen Driver. Why don't you give her a little uh, introduction, and then let's talk a little politics. Sure. Karen Driver was a special assistant to President Obama for Native American Affairs. So how cool is that? That's very cool. We're going to talk a little politics. Welcome back, uh, Karen. You've been on the show before. It's great to have you back. Well, thank you. I'm really pleased to be here. And it's Diver, by the way. Ah. Oh. oh, my God. Diver. It's, it says driver here. No worries. Wow. Diver. Yeah, wow. It's happened a lot in my life. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, I because pronounced no the worries. name wrong. I broke my godchild's iPad today. I've, I've just been. We'll blame it on Wendy. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, but um, so it's really good to have you on and let's talk a little perspective here. We're going to the debates tonight, Wendy and I, and um, 
you know, I hope it, a lot of things come up like uh, this person, Pence, is supposed to be head of uh, COVID and all these things that um, really aren't going too well for the Republicans. Can you give us a little uh, a little update of how, how do you think things will be happening here tonight? Well, I think Kamala is just so smart and her background you know, as an AG and how she's handled witnesses as, you know, a part of Congress, you know, Pence is really going to have to answer to that government's handling of COVID. And, you know, that's really front and center on people's minds along with the economy. And because they didn't take care of COVID, the economy is not doing well. And, you know, they're playing politics with the recovery, um, package through Congress, you know, Trump took responsibility for shutting down another package coming out of Congress, and that has real consequences for everyday Americans, despite any of the rhetoric that they're trying to put out there. Exactly. You know, and it goes on and on, the hits go on and on, and it's just amazing. But one of the things I would like to talk to you about, too, is that the positive part of this is that I feel like we have a lot of natives, especially up in the deep north, that are really getting engaged. We, uh, I, know, I know a couple of groups that I work with, uh, Rock the Boat Native Style, and have uh, registered over 700 people, uh, new people to vote. And those are uh, staggering numbers up in the deep north. And we can flip the whole state, and but we can't just be registered, right? No, you got to show up and you need to make a plan to vote. Um, you know, we saw the different ways that they're trying to suppress the vote with the post office. And, you know, some of the rural areas, they rely on those types of things. So requesting an absentee b- ballot, getting it in the mail as early as possible, uh, bringing your friends and families with you. Um, the Secretary of State website for Minnesota is a wealth of information. You can track your ballot. You can request a ballot online. Um, you know, it's something you can do with your phone um, if you can find a cell signal, you know, and, and you have Internet. Um, otherwise, there's v- early voting um, in many of the, the locations. So if you're going into town to shop, you know, find out where that early voting spot is, and you can find that on the Secretary of State's website as well. So a little preparation. We're going to have to think about it a little more um, in advance than we used to. Um, but getting voting early is really key. Exactly. You know, I, th- I think, too, if anyone's really, really uh, on the fence, and I hope uh, our relatives aren't on the fence, but, you know, we're voting for air, land, water, community, homeless, children, future, animals, stolen sisters. We're voting for all these things, and we have to really, you know, uh, really think deep if we're not trying to engage this time. Well, did you see what they did this week? Um, EPA, I mean, well, it's hard not to see all of the things they do. um, Mm -hmm. And it's easy to not be able to keep track. Um, But one of the things that I noticed this week was they delegated, um, used the EPA to delegate state control over tribal environmental decisions in Oklahoma. And that is nothing if not a termination policy. Now, it might not happen altogether, Um, But it's one of those steps that undermines tribal sovereignty and protection of our homelands. And if they're going to do it in Oklahoma, guess what? Um, Other states are on the line after that. And if we allow this administration to continue, um, you know, the only protection we have is to litigate. And we know that they're stacking the courts um, at the same time. Um, So, you know, it really is death to tribal sovereignty by a thousand cuts. And if it's an existential threat to Indian country, we have to show up. It's literally survival as indigenous peoples and our right to self-govern. Yeah, really, definitely. And I mean, just earlier this year, they uh, tried to uh, discontinue one of the oldest tribes out east. And uh, that was heartbreaking, uh, Cedric Cromwell's uh, tribe. And that, that yeah. could happen at any time. Yeah, yeah. Um, They took land out of trust that was already approved, so they took away their reservation homelands that they had, um, you know, worked decades to try to to restore. Um, So, 
you know, the jurisdictional issues and the blocking of the Violence Against Women Act. And, you know, you mentioned so many of them. Um, you know, tribes have equities in this election, um, and there's really only one party that's talking about continuing to support us, you know, and, and that's the Democratic ticket all the way down the ballot from the top. Exactly. And one of the one of the exciting things that I've found out uh, this year is that we have over 12 and I think there's more. These are only the people that have been on my show. Twelve Native American candidates in Minnesota. I think that's unprecedented. And I, I'm really excited for our relatives stepping up. Uh, you know, it, it's very exciting because, you know, as a teacher, uh, when we are in school, it's great for my Native kids to see people like that look like them do things, great things like this. Yeah, you know, and, you know, we always thought our politics was local at the tribal level um, and that we didn't have as many interests in off-reservation, so to speak, political systems. But those intergovernmental relationships really matter. And when there's people on the other side that understand us and, and what's important to us and are willing to work together... That's really better, not only for tribal communities, but rural communities. Um, and, I mean, we drive rural economies. Um, we add to the diversity. These are our homelands. We care in a different way um, about issues. And, you know, being involved in those systems is bringing the conversation to a different level and allowing those other systems to be more responsive to us as dual citizen so to speak exactly hey we're here with karen diver uh who uh was a special assistant to president obama uh for native american affairs and we're just talking a little politics here you know I, when you say things like uh you know we're engaged in our politicians and people looking like us there's there's things that happen in the local uh, government that I just kind of smile to myself and I think, ah, I think Peggy had something to do with that in a good way. And so it's, it, you know, maybe not out and robust, but, you know, in the background, um, really happy and proud of, of her specifically um, being lieutenant governor. You know, it's, um, it's heartwarming as a Native woman to see her be just so unapologetic authentic in her identity and really proving that you can be representative of a tribal community and still do good work for everyone and that those aren't mutually exclusive. And, and I think she's showing a way forward and, and, and really carving a path for those 12 people who are running for office. You know, they, they saw that they could do it and that they don't have to leave their identity behind. And um, they can't be a voice for not only indigenous people and native communities, but representative of entire communities. Wow, that's so well said. And I think, we, you know, Peggy's young, too, so we haven't seen uh, her peak out, so to speak, with the glass ceiling. You know, she's still got a lot left in her. You just gave me goosebumps. I can't wait to see. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I really appreciate this uh, dropping in and, and checking out, checking us out. When do you got a question? No, I don't You're, have a question. I just think it's great that we were able to have you on and, and to talk with you again. So thank you so much, Karen. Oh, thank you so much. And anything I can do to encourage our aunties and uncles and parents and cousins. I mean, if we just turn out the cousins, um, <laughs> we can change races in the state. Um, so let's get out to vote let's think about it now um not in november and and show up and show that we have political clout and like you said to have a plan that's imperative we can't fix these problems unless we put people there that care um so if we don't want to go through all of this again um because we will go through it again right um we will go through another pandemic that's just a given given the state of affairs and, and climate change, how that's impacting public health, et cetera. Um, we want competent people there um, that are going to look out for all of us. Exactly. So just to, to leave it at this, we don't want 
you to be complacent and look at the polls in a way that you don't have to go and vote. We have to be there. You know, it shows all statistics all over Turtle Island. If we as Native Americans show up to vote, we can flip these states very, very easily. A lot of the key battleground states have large Native populations. Michigan, um, Wisconsin, um, some of the Southwest states. Um, So we matter. Um, Our votes are needed. Our voice is needed. And then we work together after we get the right people there to make sure we're represented well. Absolutely. We're going to leave it at that. Thank you so, so much, Peeny Gigi, Karen, for uh, being with us again. And we're going to try and reach out with you before this uh, what do we have 27 days left before the election's over it's really exciting and so positive to talk to you miigwetch thanks for having me all right Pini, you're listening to pilots progressive party and that was karen diver a former aide with the obama administration and just all around a cool person we'll be right back after the short break Hi, Matt McNeil from AM 950. Toyota is making the best vehicles on the market today. The Highlander, RAV4, Camry, Sienna, all their models are sensational, designed for the driver. Once you realize which Toyota vehicle is best for you, the next step is to head over to the best Toyota dealership in Minnesota, Rudy Luther Toyota. And right now, Rudy Luther Toyota is offering 0% financing for 60 months to qualified buyers on the 2020 Corollas, Camrys, Avalons, and RAV4s. Rudy Luther Toyota, the southeast corner of 394 and 169, five miles west of downtown Minneapolis. Winter is approaching fast, meaning even more time inside. Let Zero Res ensure your home's hygiene for those long months indoors. Zero Res has a 4.9 Google Star rating from over 9,300 satisfied customers. Don't trust anyone less experienced than Zero Res. When was the last time you even checked your air ducts? Is your home clean enough to support your health? If not, call Zero Res. Zero Res can clean up the grime, allergens, and dirt in your air ducts and home. Get three rooms pre-treated, cleaned, and sanitized starting at just $149 when you call 952-ZERO-RES and mention AM950. Hey, Cudigy to everyone. This is Robert Pilot of Native Roots Radio Network. In 2017, as a response to the shocking events that transpired at Standing Rock and the lack of accurate and honest information coming from local and mainstream media, we felt we had to do something about it. That is why we created Native Roots Radio, then Pilot's Progressive Party, and finally, the new Native Symposium. We're still here. These shows have been supported by local businesses, and as you all know, unfortunately, they are no longer able to support us during this difficult time of the pandemic. This is why I'm here today to ask you for your support. We feel it is so important to continue to bring this important information to you. Your support will help continue production and airtime costs. So please, if you can, visit Patreon Native Roots Radio Network and help in any way you can. Pinigi, and thank you for your support. Join author Scott Carpenter for a virtual event hosted by Next Chapter Booksellers Friday, October 9th. Carpenter will be joined by Lorna Landvik to talk about his hilarious new memoir, French Like Moi, a Midwesterner in Paris. In French Like Moi, Carpenter guides us through the merry labyrinth of the everyday, one humorous faux pas after another. Through it all, he keeps his eye on what makes the French French and the Midwesterners Midwestern. That's Lorna Landvik and Scott Carpenter Friday, October 9th at 7 p.m. Register now at nextchapterbooksellers.com. What a hypnosis, what is it? Cause I realize I don't know. What is it? Welcome back to Pilot's Progressive Party. Hey, welcome back, Wendy. Hi. <laughs> yeah. How are you and the puppy doing We're over doing there? We're doing fantastic. Things are great. I know. What a what a good show. Too yeah. bad we couldn't con- contact with uh, Todd. We could probably have mm. him on next week yeah, again. Yeah, maybe next time we will. Yeah. Sounds something. really Just interesting. Miscommunication or something. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Know. Stuff happens. Weird stuff happens all the time, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so again, you know, I'm uh, addicted to Cobra Kai and it's almost over. <laughs> Cobra Kai. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, so if anybody doesn't know what that is, it's kind of uh, like um, Karate Kid. After it is Karate it Kid. It is ca- Karate Kid after they're all grown up, after all the characters are all grown up. Now it's another show called Cobra Kai. Yeah. 
And um, it's really interesting because it's like Wicked, you know, it's taking, you know, how Wicked. It's on Netflix. Right. And you know how Wicked kind of took the uh, perspective of the of the Wicked Witch. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now this is taking perspe- a perspective of Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like an alternative universe mm-hmm. where maybe they weren't that bad of people. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> is it Ralph Macchio? Yeah. Is that the character's name or yeah. is that his name? No, that's his name. That's his name. But okay. Ralph, uh, if we paid a, played a 17-year-old back in, what, it was 84, 85, mm-hmm. and he was like 25 years old mm-hmm. and he just looked young. Oh, but yeah, they're old there, but it's interesting. So we're coming around the, the bend here, you know, uh, we have a lot of things going on and mm-hmm. it's very serious. Uh, we have fun on the show, but we have serious guests on and um, we really appreciate them. Oh, absolutely. You know, and Strong Hearts is a great organization. Mm-hmm. We just want to really give is. them a huge shout out mm-hmm. because of the, the work they do. And Wendy, I don't know if you have it in front of you, but it's if you can give that little information about Strong Hearts again. I, um, I, I threw away my script, so I'm, <laughs> that's why I'm asking you to oh, do sure. it. Oh, <laughs> sure. Yep. So Lori Jump, she's the director of Strong Hearts Native Helpline, mm-hmm. and it's a domestic violence aware. It's d- domestic violence awareness month. So if you know anybody out there who is Native American who is dealing with some domestic violence, please uh, give them this information. Um, What's and- really cool? They added that chat. Remember, we changed the commercial mm-hmm. because they added that chat. That's awesome. Yeah, you can you just stay go anonymous. on there. Uh, yep, Strong Hearts Native Helpline. Uh, .org, I think, and then you you can just go on the chat now button and talk with somebody so you they don't have to hear your voice, they don't have to see your face, uh, and you can just talk uh, about anything anonymous, and it is anonymous, and uh, they'll give you help. 1-844-762-8483, and we put that up on our Facebook. I should say Joey put it up on our Facebook, and thanks, nice. Joey. It's one eight eight four four. One eight four four seven native. If you uh, really need to think about mm-hmm. that, and they're open seven to ten p.m. and they direct people to you know places to go. Mm-hmm. They're not a you know they're more of a help yeah. in how to get people to help. You know, it was shocking to me that Lori uh, brought up a statistic that she said that um, people who leave an abusive relationship it takes them six to twelve times. Yeah, like I they go the back, yeah. right to the. Pr- to the uh, abuser mm-hmm. six to 12 times that that was pretty shocking to me i i'm a pretty much like three strikes and you're out kind of gal but well, you how know how many do i have <laughs> what the heck i just heard you but, heard that here I, mean, ladies I don't want to make gentlemen. light of a very right. se- serious situation but That's um, true. i'm Thank just you. saying and it's just a different kind of mindset i think um that women and men have and they go back to their abuser so it's it's a sad thing they're on facebook uh strong hearts native helpline twitter instagram uh strong hearts dv uh really just great work they've been around for the fourth year they're yeah. in their fourth year of operation, so well they've fantastic. they've been around longer than that. I like the thing also that Lori said that once you know somebody can call them and then they're giving really good advice and help and this and that, but then they're followed. Like the person is followed to see how they're doing and they're checked in with. So you're just kind of not left out in in you know just to fend for yourself. So they have lots and lots of resources and expert people there who are trained um, in this uh, field of domestic violence and they provide, physical abuse and right. they emotional. Provide, and, they provide uh, advocacy, shelter, and civil legal representation for victims yeah. of domestic and sexual do they violence. Take, do they take uh, donations or are they funded in a That's different a, way? We should have asked. Yeah. But I guess if you want, we can go on their Facebook book page or their website and they may have a donate button so if you do see a donate button it's a really good organization it is it is and that's really a thing that we should have asked how how it's funded Mm -hmm. um you know it's it's just it's just heartbreaking Mm -hmm. you know that that was shocking to hear i only heard 12 but i know six to 12 when you said that times yeah and what you said robert like when you're at a powwow and you see three young girls dancing or whatever and they're together one of them most likely will in their lifetime in their lifetime will experience uh abuse a form of violence yeah i think think it was Yeah. yeah that's crazy that's a really staggering 
eye-opening statistic, really, for sure. So, Well, that's why, you know, it's so important for us to speak up for our relatives, mm-hmm. uh, uh, murdered, missing Indigenous women, mm-hmm. you know, and elders. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were talking about that. I think the last time we talked to Lori, which was a while ago, mm-hmm. she brought up the point of uh, elders being abused. And I'm just thinking, yeah, yeah you know what? I've seen that. You know, mm. people being mean to them. Well, we've no. seen that on the news, you know, yeah. where there's nur- nursing homes and nursing aides that are abusing Recorded with, pri- with yeah. hidden cameras. Well, um, on a happier note, I'm, I'm, I, am, I am looking forward to going to see the Vice President uh, Pence and Kamala. Kamala. De- Kamala de- debate tonight because she is awesome and th- this is like right up her alley and she's going to give Pence a run for his money and I just can't wait to watch it. There's two things I want to mention before we go. Uh, one of them is uh, your addiction to uh, Randy Rainbow and also... <laughs> <laughs> I do. He just has a brand new video out today too. Uh, so <laughs> Randy Rainbow. Rainbow is a comedian and he has an awesome voice and he does these little parodies um, and little skits on Facebook. Look him up. It's called Randy Rainbow. That's his real name. That's his real name. He was born with that name Um, and he's hilarious and each of his little parodies is um, a Broadway like musical music that he sings to and he's... (laughs) And I'll tell you, it makes fun of Trump, and it's really just hilarious. So then, if you need a good laugh, and then if you need a really good Randy laugh, Randy. look for me. I'm drinking uh, cranberry juice, and uh, with the with the with the um, with the Stevie Nicks singing in the background, and me on a skateboard on TikTok. <laughs> you are not somewhere. I'm on there somewhere. Oh I'm addicted to TikTok and co- Cobra Kai, and uh, oh, and uh, we get to see. Um, Poops Creek is is on oh. Netflix, so we got plenty to do. We, say we need to resist. Their name. We, we need to resist. Divest. Join a group. Run, run for, for office. office. You're listening to Pilots Progressive Party, and we'll be back next week. Thank you, Sasha.